Welcome to the 317 Experience, the official podcast of The Exchange. Our goal this season is to introduce you to a new Black business in three key points, one voice, and in seven minutes or so. This is the 317 Experience, the Black Businesses Matter edition. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the 317 Experience. Today we are continuing our storytelling series in partnership with Black Businesses Matter. And today we have with us Daryl Johnson, president of Diversity Press. Thanks for hosting today for us. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. So before we dig into your business, we like to kick off with a little icebreaker where I ask you rapid style questions and you tell me the first answer that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) Are you a morning person or night owl? Night owl. How do you take your coffee? I don't drink coffee. Wow. Okay. We're watching Netflix. What do you want to watch? Uh, The New Dynasty. (laughs) What's the last book you read? Um, Good is not enough. If you could travel safely anywhere in the world right now, where would you like to go? Hawaii. Ooh. What's your favorite concert or artist you've ever seen? I will have to say Jamie Foxx. Okay. And last question. You could have dinner with anyone in the world, dead or alive. Who is it? Ooh, that's a tough one. Can I say two? <laughs> Why I would say not? Barack Obama. Oh, Barack yes. Obama, number one. And um, Abraham Lincoln. Interesting. First time we ever heard that one. So we'll close there. <laughs> okay, now that we broke <laughs> the ice, let's go back a little bit. Tell us, where did you grow up and who inspired you in your early years or who's inspiring you now? Uh, I grew up uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana, on the north side. I believe that's the north side, uh, around the 33 Pennsylvania area. Uh, we moved a lot uh, as a kid. Uh, we were beyond poor, so I won't uh, get into that. But So we moved all over in that area, every street around there, from Pennsylvania, Meridian, Capital, Illinois. Um and I would say my early inspiration was my grandmother because she protected me from all the chaos. And even though it was a lot of chaos, she taught me how to believe in myself and to be different. Cause she said, in order to be successful, you have to willing to be different um, and, and not fit into a crowd or fit into the norm or fall into peer pressure. So definitely, Uh, She was my early inspiration. I would say my current inspiration, uh, definitely uh, my two boys. Um, And I would say really to be honest, uh, young black America, 
I like to show that um, as a black man, you can do more than uh, sports or entertainment. Growing up, that's all, that was your two avenues, unless you did something illegal. So I just want to show people that you can uh, be different. Uh, you can't have a plan and you can't execute your plan and uh, just dare to be different. You're making my heart smile. Grandmothers are very special people, and I feel like they instill a lot of confidence in in the whole world, not even just their own grandchildren. So that is so awesome. Exactly. So let's talk about let's talk about your path to being an entrepreneur so was it your grandmother or your family that got you where you are today or did you go through a journey of 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 a career how did you know you wanted to be an entrepreneur uh and again i'll go back um to my grandmother just believing in myself she taught me how to believe in myself and to dare to think out of the box i'll tell you a real quick story um, I think I was about anywhere from 10 to 12 years old. Uh, my first job, I had a paper route. And uh, and I learned earlier that I had a skill to recognize how to do stuff different or make it better. So when I collected the first rounds of paper route and I'm going to make up a number and say that was 50 bucks, but only $33 were paid. So I turned the money in and then they said, well, you have to collect the rest to get your money. I said, wait a minute, I'm a kid. You know, that doesn't make sense. So I started doing it reverse. I would pay myself first and give them what was the rest, what was left over. And then I would say, okay, you go collect that. And then they saw the ambition and then they start letting me take on a bunch of paper routes. So I started getting all the kids in the neighborhood to deliver the papers for me and I would pay them direct. <laughs> so I had the whole North side uh, delivering papers uh, at that. And I, it took me three months to figure that out. And I wasn't delivering uh, another paper at that point. And I was just collecting money and people found that uh, amazing. And I found that natural, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And three months is not long at all. It takes people a lifetime to learn those lessons. So you already have it ingrained in you in, on top of the fact that you had a grandmother inspiring you. Exactly. So tell us, so let's pivot to um, Diversity Press. What, what products and mm-hmm. services do you provide? And more importantly, what makes you unique? Um, and I'll try to sum this up because it's difficult because actually we do 112 different printing, branding, and marketing applications under one roof spread out. We have four buildings on our campus. Uh, so we are a true end-to-end solutions company from concept to delivery. Uh, we do, we have IT services so we can provide uh website development we have designers on hand we do all the applications here under our roof uh we do storefronts we do vehicle wraps we do banners uh your traditional print uh letterhead uh business cards i mean just anything that you can imagine in the marketing world 
we do it and like i said from the end-to-end -end solutions aspect i don't even like to call myself in sales i like to call myself a solutionist uh if you have a need we can solve it for you we have the solution i love that so i'm embarrassed i don't know much about your business how long have you been in business doing this end-to-end -end marketing work i started out um being an entrepreneur as far as owning my business in 2006 and then i've grown it since then so what i started doing was of course i'm not an expert in everything so i start acquiring companies and i like to say i purchased their expertise um in the early um mid 2000s it was a time where people thought print was going to die out so i had the foresight to look ahead and say okay let's stop calling ourselves a printing company and we are a branding and a marketing company so i just start purchasing other people's expertise so there's nothing that we can't do in the uh, marketing world and we do it all in-house under one roof and we also had to do that uh, with the advent of uh, COVID-19 hitting everyone hard we had to think of ways to one stay open to remain relevant so we switched to producing uh, PPE essentials as far as hand sanitizers masks safety kits um, we have at least still 200 N95 masks in stock. We do personal reusable washable masks um, as well. So we just pivot to also be able to produce those items as well to stay essential. I love that you've been able to remodel your business and be so agile. There's a lot of businesses out there that have not had that opportunity and just don't think as fast as you. So congratulations for pivoting during this crazy time. Thank you. I wish I could take all the credit, but but obviously I'm, I'm a praying man and, and my Lord Savior gave me the inspiration or the thought process to, to execute it but um i do appreciate that thank you so let's let's dig into your business brain so you've been doing you've been an entrepreneur since 06. do you have a memorable experience or something that stands out uh, since you've been in business that kind of is funny or kind of reminds you of why you do what you do um i'll touch on it two things really quick one is like i said I, I love to inspire our black youth uh and i always put myself back when i was young and even though i played basketball i played basketball in college overseas but i always knew i had other avenues to be successful and i think it's important uh, uh for people of color to show that you can do different things because we 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 were so long uh branded into thinking we only had a few avenues to success uh, so i think that's in, important um and um and what was the second part of that question any memories or things that keep you going um throughout the years um just that i think that's just the number one thing i just i just pride myself on being an inspiration to others and even through difficult times or ups and downs because anybody know that if you're a business owner or entrepreneur you're gonna have uh, ups and downs and i always like to tell this this one story when i 
first started out, uh, I would have all of these lists of uh, business things that um, I had to do. And I would have like, say, maybe a list of 50. And then at the end of the day, I would only accomplish two. So I said, oh, wow, this task might be a little too daunting for me. And then someone told me, said, uh, let me take a look at your list. So um, they took a look at my list and they said, hey, you, uh, your husband, correct? I was like, yes. They was like, you're a father, correct? I was like, yes. So you have to list everything that you have to do in that day along with your, your business agenda. And that helped me tremendously because I was like, I am getting a lot done. I just had to look through it through a different lens or perspective. So I like to tell people that that story if they feel like they're starting out and it looks a little daunting in the beginning. That's so cool. Changing our mindset does help and it, it does change a lot. <laughs> exactly. And I also like to tell people if you're trying to start out in business too, I like to call them the four P's. You have to be passionate. You have to be patient. You have to be persistent. And you have to have a plan. I love that. I was writing it down. <laughs> Four P's. Okay, so you got us sold. You, you do a lot of great work. But who should specifically come to Diversity Press and why? Uh, that's a, a tricky question. Because I would say everyone. Because like I stated earlier, if you have a need... Uh, there's nothing that we can't do under our roof. Even if you have an idea stuck in your mind, uh, our designers are very adept at pulling that out. Uh, uh, we have a data analytics specialist. So if you have something that you're trying to uh, pull out, an idea, a concept, we're very adept at helping you with that. So I would just say or encourage anyone, if you have any type of uh, idea out there that you're trying to get started because we just recently uh, purchased a company where we're doing um, uh, not just promotional items but inventions from concept so if you have some new invention out there that you're having trouble pulling it out your head we can help you execute that plan so uh, to all the listeners out there if there's something that you need we have a solution for you so there's no limit on what we uh, can do Okay, Daryl, so hit us with the social media and all the contact information. How do people find you and how do they work with you? Uh, we definitely have a, a presence on LinkedIn, uh, uh, both Diversity Press uh, and myself. Uh, we're located on 4026 West 10th Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46222. My email is djohnson at diversity-press.com. My office number is area code 317-308-4174. And that rings right into my cell phone if I'm not available, if I'm out of the office. And my cell number is 317-289-9861. That's awesome. I'm so happy that I got to talk to you, Daryl. You are an inspiration. You do great work. It sounds like not only to help people with their marketing, but also in the community and a family man. So I appreciate all that you're doing. And I want to thank you for hosting today. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. And you've been amazing. 
or you made a shy person feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hosting today. Thank you. <laughs>